Welcome to Storytime Revolution. Today is October 20th and we come before the Lord with thanksgiving, with practiced joy, with love for our brothers and sisters that only He can provide, and with hope, hope for the future that is good because He is good despite the trials and tribulations that will come. I'm going to add a segment to this from Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest. I'm just going to start reading that which is set forth for today. So October 20th is titled, Is God's Will My Will? This is the will of God. Even your sanctification, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 3. It is not a question of whether God is willing to sanctify me. Is it my will? Am I willing to let God do in me all that has been made possible by the atonement? Am I willing to let Jesus be made sanctification to me, and to let the life of Jesus be manifested in my mortal flesh. Beware of saying, Oh, I'm longing to be sanctified. You are not. Stop longing and make it a matter of transaction. Nothing in my hands I bring. Receive Jesus Christ to be made sanctification to you in implicit faith and the great marvel of the atonement of Jesus will be made real in you. All that Jesus made possible is made mine by the free, loving gift of God on the ground of what he performed. My attitude as a saved and sanctified soul is that of profound, humble holiness. There is no such thing as proud holiness. A holiness based on agonizing repentance and a sense of unspeakable shame and degradation, and also on the amazing realization that the love of God commended itself to me in that while I cared nothing about Him, He completed everything for my salvation and sanctification. You can see Romans 5, 8. No wonder Paul says nothing is able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Sanctification makes me one with Jesus Christ, and in Him one with God, and it is done only through the superb, superb atonement of Christ. Never put the effect as the cause. The effect in me is obedience and service and prayer, and this is the outcome of speechless thanks and adoration for the marvelous sanctification wrought out in me because of the atonement. So... I don't always agree with everything that I read, and I don't think shame is of God. You, you may be ashamed of what you've done. But we're not to be ashamed of who we are. But if you've done wrong that which you know is wrong because of the conviction of the Holy Spirit, which if you don't have, ask for, so that you can know when you've done wrong and, and turn away from it so you can keep yourself holy. 
then that is that is good. But don't be ashamed of yourself, of who he made you to be. That will only spiral into depression, and that is not something that is of him. That is a trap of the enemy. So trust in him. Give yourself over to him so he can sanctify you, because there's nothing you can do to sanctify yourself, to to bring your to bring yourself into the purification of of what he has you to be his his whole and complete vessel you can't do that it's not by anything that you're able to do but it's only through his will working in you as you submit yourself to him So if you don't start your day in prayer, I highly recommend it. Prayer for yourself, prayer for your brothers and sisters, your saints, brothers and sisters in spirit, for they desperately need prayer, as we all do. And it's supposed to be a continual we're going to sing, um, O Thou Fount of Every Blessing, to open up the praise section here. And, and thank you, God, for, for all that you have done, for all that you are. We know that in and of ourselves, if it was just up to us, the works we would do would be insufficient. They they would perceived to be they would be perceived to be good, but ultimately would would have no lasting value. If our foundation isn't built upon you, then anything we do is going to crumble and fall. So so let us build a strong foundation on you before we move out to try to do any good works on our own so that way our works are founded on you and moved in and through you so that so that you can receive the glory and so that they can have a lasting effect that is purposed by you oh thou fount of every blessing Tune our heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach us ever to adore thee, may our still thy goodness prove. While the hope of endless glory fills our heart with joy and love. And here we raise our Ebenezer, hither by thy help we've come, and we hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home jesus sought us when a stranger wandering from the fold of god he to rescue us from danger 
interposed his precious blood. O oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily we're constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, bind our wandering heart to thee. Never let us wander from thee, never leave the God we love. Here's our heart, oh, take and seal it, seal it for thy courts above. That has been, that has been a prayer I've been praying for a few years now as I've rededicated my life to him, is that, is that as I seek him out and learn more about him, that he never let me fall from the pathway of seeking him out. That I don't just go and push forward for a while. That I never stop pushing into him. That there never is a, a time of contentment. I don't want to go at it for 5 or 10 or 20 years and, and feel accomplished. I don't want to ever feel accomplished in, in, in seeking Him out. I want, it, I want to have a striving and yearning to ever be pursuing Him. I'd like to sing, I love you, Lord. Psalms 40:16. We love you, Lord, and we lift our voice to worship you, O our soul, rejoice, take joy, our King. In what you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. May we continually rejoice in you and worship you, our Father, because you are worthy of our worship and praise and honor and glory and great is your name. Let's move into face to face. Let's pray the scriptures for they do edify and cleanse and renew our minds so that we can more accurately see the light and the darkness and perceive and discern what is right and wrong so that we can make proper choices to seek and pursue the light and reject the darkness. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. 
And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Matthew 6, 9-13 Submission to God. We submit ourselves and our life to you, O God. In view of your mercy, O God, may we present our body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you, which is our reasonable service. May we not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind, that we may prove that your will is good and acceptable and Perfect. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Adoration and thanksgiving for who you are and what you've done. Accept our praise, O Lord. We will exalt you, our God and King. We will bless your name forever and ever. Every day we will bless you and we will praise your name forever and ever. Great are you, Lord, and most worthy of praise. Your greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And we will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works. Many shall speak of the might of your awesome works, and we will proclaim your great deeds. We will express the memory of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. You, O Lord, are gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and great in loving kindness. You are good to all, and your tender mercies are over all your works. Psalms 145, 1-9 And for who you are and what you have done, Accept our thanks, O Lord. Blessed are you, O Lord, for you have heard the voice of our prayers. You are our strength and our shield. Our hearts trust in you, and we are helped. Our hearts greatly rejoice, and we will give thanks to you in song. Psalms 28, 6-7 Examination and Holy Spirit, search our hearts and reveal to us any unconfessed sin you find in us. Search us, O God, and know our hearts. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in us, and lead us in the way everlasting. Psalms 139, 23-24 And Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness you promised when you said, Come now! Let us reason together. Though our sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Isaiah 1.18 Our identity in Christ. We rejoice, Lord Jesus, in the identity we have in you. We have been crucified with you, and it is no longer we who live, but you who live in us, and the life which we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in you, the Son of God, who loved us and delivered yourself up for us. Galatians 2.20 
and we have forgiveness from the penalty of sin because you died for us. But you, O God, demonstrate your own love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 And we have freedom from the power of sin because we died with you. In you, O Christ, we were circumcised with the circumcision made without hands in the removal of the body of the flesh by your circumcision, having been buried with you in baptism and raised with you through faith in the working of God who raised you from the dead. Colossians 2.11-12 And we have fulfillment for this day because you live in us. We eagerly expect and hope that we will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now, as always, you, Jesus Christ, will be exalted in our body, whether by life or by death. For to us, to live in you, Jesus Christ, means everything, and to die is gain. Philippians 1, 20-21 and by faith, we... I lost my recording. I don't know where I left off at, but I'm going to go to filling of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, control us and fill us today. We were once darkness, but now we are light in you, O Lord. And may we walk as a child of the light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, learning what is pleasing to you. Ephesians 5.18 and as we walk in you, O Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to you, and you, Holy Spirit, desire what is contrary to the flesh. For you oppose each other, so that we may not do the things that we wish. But if we are led by you, we are not under the law. Galatians 5.16 and since we live in you, Spirit, may we also walk in you. Galatians 5.25 The fruit of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, may your fruit grow in us. But your fruit, O Holy Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Galatians 5.19-23 and we want to glorify the Father by bearing much fruit, and so prove to be Christ's disciple. John 15:8. The purpose of our life. O Lord, may your purpose be fulfilled in our life today to love you completely, to love ourselves correctly, and to love others compassionately. We will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. Matthew 6:33. And we want to love you, O Lord our God, with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our mind, and we want to love our neighbor as ourself. Matthew 22, 37 and 39. And Lord, the love we have from you is patient, it is kind, it does not envy, love does not boast, it is not arrogant, it does not behave rudely, and it does not seek its own. It is not easily provoked. And it keeps no record of wrongs. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7 
and we will be a witness to those who do not know you, Jesus, and we will participate in your great commission. We have been called to follow you, Jesus Christ, and to be a fisher of people. Matthew 4:19. And you have called us to go and make disciples of all nations, and you are with us always. Matthew 28:19 through 20. We will be your witnesses to the ends of the earth. Acts 1, 8. Circumstances of the day. We commit our day to you, O Lord. O God, we know that all things work together for good to those who love you, to those who have been called according to your purpose, those you foreknew. You also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of your Son, that you might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Romans 8, 28-29 And we will obey you today and trust you for all of our needs. We will trust in you, Lord, with all of our heart, and not lean on our own understanding. In all our ways we will acknowledge you, and you will make our path straight. Proverbs 3, 5-6 And, O Lord, a protection in spiritual warfare, O Lord, guard our heart against the temptations of the world, and renew our heart and spirit. Since we have been raised up with you, O Christ, we will keep seeking the things above. Where you are at the right hand of God, we will set our mind on the things above, and not on the things that are on earth. Colossians 3, 1 and 2. And we will be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, we will let our requests be made known to you, O God, and your peace, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard our heart and our mind in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-8 So whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and anything worthy of praise, we will let our mind dwell on these things. Philippians 4, 9 O Lord, guard our heart against the weaknesses and temptations of the flesh, that we may reckon ourselves dead to sin. Father, we know that our old self was crucified with Christ, so that we are no longer a slave to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin. And we will reckon ourselves as dead to sin, but alive to you in Christ Jesus. And we will not present the parts of our body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but we will present ourselves to you, O God, as one alive from the dead, and the parts of our body as instruments of righteousness to you. Romans 6, 6-7, through and 12-13. through And O Lord, guard our hearts against the attacks of the devil, and give us the strength to resist him. As we submit ourselves to you, O God, and resist the devil, he will flee from us. James 4, 7. So... We will be of sober spirit and on the alert. Our adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But we will resist him firm in our faith. 1 Peter 5, 8-9 And we will take up your full armor, O God, that we may be able to resist and stand firm. We put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. We put on our feet the preparation of the gospel of peace, and we take up the shield of faith with which we will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. 
We take the helmet of salvation and the sword of your spirit, which is your word, O God. With all prayer and petition, we will pray at all times in your spirit and be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Ephesians 6, 13-18 The coming of Christ and our future with him. Lord Jesus, we eagerly await the day when you will come again. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Matthew 6:10. And you have said, I'm coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, Revelations 22:20. 20. And we consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us, Romans 8:18. And we will not lose heart, but though our outer self is decaying, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen, they are eternal. Second Corinthians four sixteen through 18 And our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for you, our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 3.20 So I want real quick to reflect back on Galatians 5.16 because this, this scripture here has just it's it's been prevalent in my life and it's 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 something that we ought to consider because the holy spirit cannot abide sin and so if you have sin in your life the thing that you have decided that you're going to continue to do despite the fact that you know it's wrong for you to do you're going to shut out the spirit and then you're going to be dead you're going to be dead spiritually, and that—it's not—it's not where you're going to—it's not where you want to be because now, now you've you've submitted yourself to sin, you've accepted it as part of who you are, and now that sin owns you. You're in bondage to it. That is not why Yeshua died for you. He died to give you freedom from it. There is there is a work you have to do. In order to be freed from it, you, you, you do have requirement here, but ultimately he is the one that loose, that, that, that allowed the bonds to be loosed completely from the beginning with, and he will work you unto that freedom. But if you don't reject the sin, if you don't say, no, that's wrong, and I'm going to refuse to do it, and I have sorrow and anguish that I have done it for so long, and I have sorrow and anguish when I succumb to the temptation but despite what I've done I'm going to choose to repent and turn away from it and not do it again and, and maybe maybe you still succumb to it over time as he works you through it that's fine fight the fight be courageous don't back down. Don't say, oh no, this is too hard. I can't do it and grace will have to cover. No. No, grace is not going to recover your, your unrepentant sin. That's not how that works. It's, 
that's you're bound to that repent and it will be washed clean as snow as if it never was but if you're in it and you're choosing it and you're submitting to it then that's then that's you you've you've that that you've just given yourself to the darkness so reject that which you've been convicted of as wrong depart from it pursue righteousness pursue holiness pursue our god i feel like i want to sing a a um a christmas carol and i'm not well practiced in all of these but uh, i have joy to the world open to me and it's by isaac walk isaac walks or handle i'm not sure which luke 2 15 through 18 so it's you know it's the birth story and we're coming into that season that um that our world has said is the season of christ and his birth and the the, the rejoicing in his birth I personally think we can rejoice in that throughout the year and sing carols whenever we'd like because because his birth is is just as beautiful as his death. So we're going to um to try out joy to the world here because because joy is a significant aspect of the of walking the way. And if you're if you're walking the way and you're you're downtrodden and despondent and and insufferable and those things gloomy and grumpy and in in your trials and tribulations, then what kind of witness are you? Have joy, have joy in our Father, have joy in His Son, practice joy so that so that when the sufferings and trials come, you can. You can still have joy in him despite those things buffeting you around. So, joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns, let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. No more let sins and sorrows grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes and to make his blessings flow, far as the curse is found, far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. He rules the world with truth and grace, and makes the nations prove the glories of his righteousness and wonders of his love and wonders of his love and wonders wonders of his love
Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angels, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Thank you, God, that you came for us, that you sent your Son for us to redeem us, to, to renew the covenant that you, that you set with Adam. Thank you that you have set us apart for your work and that you're working in us so that we can properly do your work. Help us to continue in it faithfully. And may your will be done in all things. By your name and by the name of your Son and by the blood he shed for our sins. Amen.